Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. His faithful Indian companion, Toto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver, the Lone Ranger rides with Buffalo Bill. Come on, Silver! We're going to meet Bill Cody. I'm silver. America in 1857. James Buchanan was inaugurated as 15th President of the United States. 1857. When Stephen Douglas debated national issues with a homespun Illinois lawyer named Abraham Lincoln. 1857 the year that saw a steady and ever-increasing stream of pioneers move westward along the Oregon Trail. 1857, when a sturdy 11-year-old boy found himself the sole support of his widowed mother and sisters on a small farm in the territory of Kansas. That boy's name was William Frederick Cody. Whoa, whoa, whoa there. Billy. Hi, sis. What have you got? Enough meat to last us for a few days. Six rabbits and a couple of wild turkeys. Here, help me carry them. Sure. Where's Ma? In the kitchen. She... Billy, what in the world? Six rabbits and two turkeys, Ma. Hello, Ma. Oh, that's wonderful. You're a fine hunter, son. Just put them here on the porch. How'd you do it, Billy? Shoot so many, I mean. Well, I'll tell you, sis. 
The cottontails and the turkeys down by the creek kind of like me. So they just sit still and let me pick them off. Oh, oh, they do not. You must be tired, son, after hunting all morning. Come on in the house. I'll fix something to eat. Haven't got time. It's almost noon. Got to ride into town or I'll be late for the dog shoot. Dog shoot? What are you talking about? You know, folks around here have one every year about this time. Anybody with a rifle can enter the contest. What sort of a contest? A crowd goes out about a quarter mile east of town, where all those prairie dog mounds are. We take turns to see who can knock off a prairie dog when he sticks his head out of the ground. You couldn't do that. Prairie dogs move too fast. They duck into their holes so quick you can't see them. That's a trick, sis, to shoot before they duck. But, son, there'll probably be a lot of grown men in the contest, aren't you? A little young... There's nothing in the rules about how old you have to be. I think I can shoot as good as anybody else. Besides, I need the rifle. This one's kind of worn out. Rifle? That's the first prize. Whoever wins the shoot gets a brand new Spencer rifle. Well, that's fine, but... Then you insist keep your fingers crossed. Because I'm going to win it if I can. I'll be back for supper. Well, if you folks will quiet down now, we'll start the prairie dog shoot. (laughs) I got quite a list of names here. As I call them off, you Nimrod step up. Sam Pruitt, Art Olson, Jerry Gow, Frank and Charlie Slade, Link Sawyer. Mister? Oh, mister. Don't bother me, kid. I just want to be sure you got my name on that list. What, uh, your name? Sure, Bill Cody. Now, listen, kid. This contest is just for gents who can shoot, not for little jiggers like you. The rules say anybody can enter. Well, I don't know. The kid's right. Let him shoot if he wants to. Hey, you ain't gonna let a youngster like him shoot against men, are you? Now, wait a minute, Link Sawyer. You ain't over 16 yourself. <laughs> I'll bet he's not half that old. I am, too. I'm 11 going on 12, and I can shoot as good as Link any day. Why, you little... Hold it, Sawyer. Boy's right. This contest is for everybody. So the last name on my list is... Uh, Bill Cody. Bill Cody. <laughs> now, here's the rules. As you can see, there are 50 or 60 prairie dog mounds all around us. None of the critters are in sight now, but you never can tell when one of them will pop his head out of one of those holes. <laughs> Each of you gents gets three chances. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you, one hit out of three is mighty fine shooting. All right, first man is Sam Pruitt. Ready, Sam? Yeah. There's one, Sam. Nail him. Missed. Ah, the little critter duck back in his hole. Better luck next time, Sam. Olsen, it's your turn. Step right up. They're popping up all over. Shoot! Uh, the devil's too fast. Next man is Jerry Gow. Step up, Jerry. Nobody's scored so far except Link Sawyer. This is the last round, and the next man up is Bill Cody. I'm right here, sir. Go to it, son. <laughs> Maybe a baby would have better luck with a pop gun. Shut up, Link. Kind of tough on the kid. Spend so much shooting that a prairie dog won't stick up his head for love nor money. Yeah, he can't beat Link Sawyer even if he does hit one. Hey, look. He's got a pistol stuck in his belt. What's that for? I don't know. All the guns in the world won't make one of those prairie dogs stick his head above ground. <laughs> What? What's he doing? Barking like a prairie dog. And look! Look! <laughs> By jumping juniper, he nailed two of them. One with the rifle and one with the pistol. Yeah! 
Cody, you're a crack shot. Never saw such shooting in my life. Here's the new rifle, son. You want it fair and square. Thanks. See, how'd you ever get that idea of making them prairie dogs show their heads? Imitating another dog sure did the trick. Well, I just figured if I was a prairie dog hiding in a hole, what would I stick my head up for? I don't know. What? Another prairie dog. <laughs> Thanks again for the rifle, mister. I gotta be going now. Promise Ma I'd be home for supper. <laughs> The following years were eventful ones for Bill Cody. He was soon known throughout the western frontier as an expert horseman and gunshot. In 1860, he was one of the fearless young riders who comprised the famous Pony Express. Come on, boy. We're carrying the mail. Get up there. At the close of the Civil War, during which he served in the United States Army, Cody found his beloved frontier moving even further west on rails of steel. His fame as a scout and buffalo hunter was now well established. The Union Pacific Railroad needed fresh meat for its track construction crews. Bill Cody was hired to supply it. One morning in late spring, as he urged his mount toward the tree-lined bank of a small creek, he was surprised to come upon two other horsemen. Oh, oh, Buckskin. Well, I'll be a masked outlaw and a redskin. Better start reaching, gents. I've got you covered. You're making a mistake, Bill. Well, for an owl hoot, you made a pretty good guess at my name. How old are you, outlaw? Sure, you'd deny that. What'd you say? Who's Tonto? My Indian friend. You call him Tonto? Say, where's the horse you're riding, stranger? Silver's right over there. Ground hitch. Silver? Then then you must How be... How you dismount, Bill? Come on over and sit down. Yeah. Now I know I'm right. You're the Lone Ranger. I, uh... Guess I was a little bit previous throwing down on you like I did. Always best to be on the safe side. You know, you're the one person I've always wanted to meet. Never figured it'd happen like this. I've been anxious to meet you, Cody. I've heard some fine things about you. Oh, nothing I've done is very important. Other people seem to think so. You've come a long way from the boy back in Kansas who won a rifle by fooling the prairie dogs. <laughs> Say, how'd you know about that? Now you're hunting buffalo. Yeah, it's a good job. And ordinarily I'd like it. It wasn't for days like today. What's wrong? Oh, I'm riding herd on a party of eastern tourists. They're waiting over near the railroad about a mile south of here. What's the idea? They want to watch me kill some buffalo. I'm getting a few shots themselves, I guess. There's a herd grazing up at this end of the valley. I'm supposed to drive them down past the tourists. That shouldn't be hard. No, but while I'm doing it, I'm liable to lose my chance to bag the day's meat supply for the railroad men. I can't get out of it, though, so might as well... Uh, wait a minute, Bill. Suppose a buffalo came down the valley without you hurting them. Couldn't you get in all the shots you need that way? Yeah, sure. Do you know what contrary critters buffalo are? No way of figuring where they'll head for. Besides, I've got to be careful. There's a couple of women in that party of tourists. Uh, and... Maybe Tonto and I can help you. We still have those buffalo skins in our camp gear, Tonto? Ah, skins wrapped in saddle roll. Good. Now, Bill, Tonto and I'll try the old Indian trick. Hump over our horses and throw the buffalo skins over us. And get close enough to that herd of critters to head them down this way? That's the idea. Hey, if you can do that, it'd give me a chance to shoot. Well, we'll do our best. Now, you go back and chaperone the tourists. But remember, Tonto and I'll be trailing that herd disguised as a couple of buffalo. So, don't let your eastern friends throw any wild <laughs> shots. I'll watch them. Oh, oh, buckskin, oh. How about it, Cody? Where's that herd of buffalo you promised us? They'll be along soon enough, folks. Now, remember what I told you. Stay on this side of the herd. You can pace it if you want to, but don't get too close. 
And keep your sights low. Where are you going to be, Cody? I'll work towards the drag end. Here it comes. Look, there must be thousands of them. Oh, isn't this exciting? Careful, ma'am. All right, let's go. Come on, Buckskin. Get up. Silver enabled the Lone Ranger to thread his way through the raging tide of buffalo and reach the frightened woman and her fear-crazed horse. Come on, Silver. Steady. Steady. Give me your arm and I'll... I'll have to lift you. There we'll ride double. Now, come on, Silver. Oh, hold my skin. I'm sorry the herd stampeded. But there's no way to figure those things. That's all right, Cody. It wasn't your fault. Ah, it was great sport anyway. The woman isn't seriously hurt, just frightened. Frightened? What happened? I don't know exactly. We all became separated, and I couldn't see anything in the dust. She's all right now. Just fainted, I think. I sent her back to camp before she had any more crazy dreams. Dreams? Yeah. I guess her horse got out of control. Then she claims that one of the buffalo turned into a tall man wearing a black mask. That he saved her life. And that another buffalo turned into an Indian. <laughs> so that's what happened. Maybe the woman wasn't as crazy as you think. What? Uh, nothing. You wouldn't understand. By the way, Bill, you did quite a bit of shooting. How many buffalo did you get? Just 12. It's all the ammunition I had. Two six guns. You mean you... 12 buffalo with 12 <laughs> bullets? <laughs> Ned can hardly believe it. Even though he's been writing stories like that about you for the past two years. Writing stories? Sure. This is Ned Buntline. Writes for magazines and newspapers. He calls his stories Bill Cody in the Wild West. Bill Cody the Buffalo Hunter. <laughs> Stuff like that. I won't write any more of those kind of names. From now on, I'm going to make Bill Cody known the world over as Buffalo Bill. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. It was four years later, after he had completed his job as official hunter for the railroad, that Buffalo Bill became an army scout attached to General Sheridan's command. One day in June, he was riding north to the Black Hills country. Approaching Signal Bluff, he reined up sharply. Oh, oh, what's here? 
stop here and get some rest. Yeah, there's a lot of hard riding ahead of Hello, us. Hello, Bill. What? Why, the Lone Ranger. Where'd you come from? Tonto and I have been waiting here in this grove of trees for almost an hour. Ah. Well, I'm sure glad to see you. It's been a long time since... Say, I never did get to thank you for saving the life of that tourist woman when the buffalo stampeded. You're scouting for the army now, aren't you, Bill? Yeah. Carrying dispatches for General Sheridan. He's at Fort Larned. I see. Which way are you heading? North. Have some orders for General Custer. He and the 7th Cavalry left Fort Abe Lincoln about three weeks ago. Sheridan's kind of worried about Indian trouble. He figures... You won't have to go that far north to find Indian trouble, Bill. What do you mean? I told you. Todd and I have been here for over an hour. We've been watching the top of the bluff. Look. Smoke signals. There are Arapahoes. Evidently an advanced war party of 20 or 30 Braves. They spotted their heck pup of ponies in a little draw south of here. Arapahoes, huh? I knew those bloodthirsty devils... It's would... serious, Bill. Todd has been reading their smoke signals. Yeah? What's up? Braves. On top of bluff, signal main camp. Other end of Grove, Venter Valley. They say attack white man's wagon train... Tomorrow when sunrise. Wagon train? Must be a large one, Bill. Ah, signals say two, maybe three hundred white men in train. Arapaho. Get plenty scouts. Well, I'll be... I didn't know there were any trains heading through Grove Inter Valley this summer. But I've been with the Army for a year. The Arapahoes plan to attack a three hundred man wagon train. They must have at least a thousand braves in their main camp. Yeah, easy. Those sneaking redskins wouldn't make a play unless the odds were three to one. Then it's too big for us to handle. Where's the nearest army post, Bill? Fort Robbins, southwest of here. I've got to bring help before tomorrow morning. Best way to handle engines is to find out where their main camp is and make a play before they do. Another thing, the wagon train has to be warned. Toto, ah. you ride to the fort. Tell the commanding officer what we've discovered. You'll need all the men he can muster. Ah. Here, Scout. Ride hard, Toto, and fast. Ah. He'd do it. Get him up, Scout. Well, how about it, Bill? One of us should trail these braves when they come down from the bluff. The other one, find that wagon train. I'll stay here. Stick on the Redskins' trail. Good. Here, Silver. You won't have any trouble cutting a sign to follow me. And when Tonto brings the soldiers, we'll meet him south of here. That's it. Steady. Steady, Silver. Say, I forgot to ask you. Yeah? Where were you and your friend heading when you stumbled onto this? Trailing a renegade white who's been selling a lot of whiskey to the Indians. Yeah? His name is... Oh, but all that can wait till later. Bill, look. The braves have left the top of the bluff. They'll be down here in a few minutes. You skin out for the wagon train. I'll trail these red devils. Right. Come on, Silver. It was many miles of hard riding and an hour past sundown before the Lone Ranger reached the western end of Grove Hunter Valley and sighted the wagon train. He saw almost a hundred prairie schooners and wagons circled for the night around several large campfires. The fact that no guards were posted enabled him to reach the camp unchallenged. Oh, oh Silver. Steady. Easy now. You wait here, boy. I'll be right back. Oh, just a minute. Hey, what Who's the, the leader of this wagon train? Where can I find him? Ask an outlaw. You can't. I'm no outlaw, but I can't waste time arguing with you. A gun. Mr. Everett. Mr. Everett. Yes, what is it? Can you, I mean, come out here and... What's the trouble? With this man, he... You he... mean it. He's wearing a mask. Now don't worry about my mask, Mr. Everett. If you're in charge of this train, I have important news for you. Who are you? I've ridden here from Signal Bluff to tell you that the Arapahoes are on the warpath. Intend to attack your wagon train at daybreak. Rippahoos. 
How do you know? We read their smoke signals to the main camp, which is hidden somewhere near here. An Indian raid. Do you mind telling me who's scouting for you? Who brought you into the valley? Now, wait a minute. I don't know you. Why should I tell someone who rides in here where the man is? The fact that you don't know me doesn't make the danger any less. Buffalo Bill and I are good. Buffalo Bill? Well, I know him. He's trailing a party of Arapahoes right this minute, trying to locate their main camp. They've sent to Fort Robbins for soldiers to help you. You know, stranger, in spite of that mask, I almost believe you. Good. I promise you, you're making no mistake. Now, uh, where's your trail scout? Well, he's not here. He was ahead of us all afternoon. Hasn't come back yet. Hasn't? Well, that's strange that a scout wouldn't stay with... What's his name? Uh, Fellow named Sawyer, Link Sawyer. We hired him back in Missouri when we formed the train for Oregon. Sawyer? Do you know him? Sawyer's a man that I've been... No wonder you fell right into an Indian trap. What do you mean? There isn't time to explain. Now, listen carefully. You value your own life and the life of every man, woman, and child in this train... Do what I say. What is it? Break out every gun you have. Bank your fires and keep the women and children near them. Arm every man and post guards at least a quarter mile on all sides. I'll do it. What are you going to do? All Buffalo Bill and I can do is to try to find the Arapaho camp and hope the Tottawas reach Fort Robbins. Now remember what I said. Break out every gun. Steady, big fella. Come on, Silver! The Lone Ranger rode back to Signal Bluff as fast as Silver could take him. There he found a trail sign that told an ominous story. From the broken underbrush, many hoof prints, and the bodies of several dead Indians, he knew that Buffalo Bill had been discovered by the Arapaho Braves. Whether the famous scout had been killed could be answered only by trailing the Indians who had evidently survived his gunfire. It was several hours later before the Lone Ranger finally found the Arapaho's main camp. He saw hundreds of teepees pitched around a cleared square that was lit by flaming torches. Scores of half-naked savages danced to the throb of Indian drums and the wild shouts of shamans and medicine men. Thankful that it was still dark, the Lone Ranger dismounted and slipped quietly through the shadows until he reached the edge of the camp. Suddenly, the drums and dancing ceased. A ghastly hush fell over the ranks of Arapaho warriors as a weirdly clad shaman or witch doctor walked to the center of the cleared space. He wore a hideous mask that resembled a skull with curved horns protruding from a wig of dyed porcupine quills. The moment he started to speak, the Lone Ranger realized he was not an Indian. He was a white man. Hear me, almighty warriors of the Arapaho. We have captured the yellow-haired white man who has also brought death to many of our people. Now, he must die. He must die in the flames of a burning stake. Then at sunrise, we ride to find many more white scalps. They wait for us in Grove Benner Valley. This is the will of the war god. Familiar with Indian customs, the Lone Ranger knew from what he had heard that Buffalo Bill was probably being held in one of the teepees. The question was how to find him before the war dance ended. Moving quickly in darkness, he reached the rear of what appeared to be the largest buckskin lodge. He slit the taut covering with a pocket knife. What the... Bill, I came to set you free. Behind you, watch out! Tomahawk didn't miss your skull half an inch. Thanks for warning me. What are you thanking me for? You're the one who's always popping up just when I'm in a spot too tight to get out of. Here, mind cutting these ropes? Sure. They spotted me at the bluff before I knew it. There were too many red varmints for one man to handle. Yes, I thought so. I've worn the wagon train. That dance out there is liable to stop any minute. Yeah, I know. Say, the shaman these Arapahoes have got is no more redskin than I am. I heard him talk. So did I. He's a renegade white tunnel and I've been trailing. Name is Link Sawyer. 
Link Sawyer? Well, I'll... You know him? Yeah, I used to. Back in Kansas when I was a kid. He's the one who's responsible for all of this. Hired out to the wagon train as a scout and led them into this trap. Link Sawyer. He always was an ornery cuss. Well, the Redskins left my Winchester here with me. I ought to take it... Killing Sawyer now would only make things worse. The toughest job is ahead of us, getting out of this camp. Come on. Oh, it won't be long till they find out. We've got to run for it. My horse is still too far away. Call him. Head for that gully over there. We'll have to hide. The next hour, the Lone Ranger and Buffalo Bill huddled close to the ground in a shallow gully near the Indian camp. They realized that luck alone had kept them from being discovered. Yet they were unable to move because they were surrounded. Sky's getting lighter, Bill. It'll be daybreak in a few minutes. It'll be too late. The Indians can afford to wait. They know I'm here someplace. Yes, if we're going to make a break, run for the trees over there, it'll have to be now. Well, that'll be suicide. I know how these sneaking Indians figure. They're holed up all around us. They'll stay that way till they know where we are. And they'll open up. Most of them have ridden off, headed north for the valley. I hope Tonno reached the fort and brought the soldiers back with him. Yeah, but that don't help us none. If I only knew where them varmints were hiding, I could pick off a few with my Winchester and we might break through. That's a good idea, but no, I... Oh, it ain't. Look, if you raise your head, the only thing you can see on all sides of us is trees, logs, and rocks. Ten to one, the Indians are behind some of them. But how are we going to know? There's just no way to make them show themselves. Yes, you're a dead shot, Bill. The Indians would only raise their heads and give... They might if... How? Listen, didn't I hear a story a long time ago about you and some prairie dogs who wouldn't show their heads? Some prairie do- Yeah. Yeah, it's worth a try. If it does work, we'll have to run fast before the rest of them realize what's going on. Well, it's light enough to see now. So here goes. That's it. There's three of them, Bill. Over this way. Come on. There's one way clear. Oh, Silver, you'll carry double. Come on. Steady, big fella. Come on, Silver! Oh, oh, Silver, oh boy. Oh, look, it's a wagon train. They're putting up a good fight, but there's too many Arapahoes. They'll just keep circling like that till they finally close in. And to think that Sawyer, that dirty low-down murdering... Bill, sc- listen. The soldiers, and they're really slapping leather. Come on, Silver! Yep. You can always figure the United States Army will do a good hey, job. We're all indebted to you for sending that man with a mask. He warned us. Well, I didn't send him. It was his own idea. If he hadn't stopped me at Signal Bluff yesterday, I would have gone on north to join General Custer. Custer? It's a good thing you didn't. What do you mean? Well, haven't you heard? One of the Army officers told me just a few minutes ago... General Custer's and entire command were massacred at the Little Big Horn yesterday afternoon. Massacred? Well, I'll be... And I might You have... still haven't told me who he is, that uh, friend of yours that wears a mask. That's something nobody really knows, for sure. I don't understand. The best way to put it is like this. As long as he and what he represents remains alive in this country, we've got the greatest nation in the world. But uh, who is he? 
The Lone Ranger. you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated.